Hey there, Ravens flock. Welcome back to Baltimore Talk, the weekly podcast giving you a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Propes, and I'll be giving you everything you missed, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. Last night was the Week 9 contest between our Baltimore Ravens and the New Orleans Saints. And boy, was it a great game because there were some beautiful plays both offensively and defensively from Baltimore with a few good things sprinkled in here and there from New Orleans. Definitely pushed us a little bit, but we definitely gave them a good fight and it definitely paid off. Before we get into all that, no, I do want to say and give everybody the great news that we have been renewed for a season two. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back here next year for the 2023-2024 Baltimore Ravens season. Baltimore Talk is getting a season two after this year, so we will be back. I just had to let everybody know that before we get into it because we do have a couple things to talk about before we get into the game. Starting off back at the beginning of this month, we did acquire inside linebacker Roquan Smith from the Chicago Bears in exchange for A.J. Klein, and that was an interesting trade. I really did not expect that one to happen. That one kind of came out of the blue random for me. I won't lie to you. I wasn't really expecting us to do that. That was kind of like a low slide kind of trade that we didn't expect to see there at least that I didn't expect to see and we also got Tyus Bowser back who was on the injured reserve and was hurt for a very long time but we finally got him back unfortunately he didn't play last night but we do have Tyus Bowser back and we all know how great he is we all have seen his movements his plays so we are so lucky to have Tyus Bowser back and following that some bad news Rashad Bateman is out for the rest of the year. He, when he got hurt a few weeks ago, it has been confirmed that he will be out for the rest of the year. And that is sad. That is unfortunate because he is our number one wide receiver. And we now got to make some adjustments. We definitely made started making some adjustments last night. But we're going to have to make a few more adjustments. And it was, it, it, or it's going to be a struggle without him. And we also have Mark Andrews, who is still out and still hurt with his shoulder injury. Luckily, we had a long break in between last week for week eight and this week and last night for week nine. And following that, we'll have another longer break. But I'll talk about that at the very end. So hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. We also have to report that Gus Edwards is also hurt. He was in street clothes last night. He's still He was questionable, but he unfortunately did not end up playing last night. We expected him not to play. I really hope he comes back because after finally getting him back after missing all of last year, it really sucks that he's still not in yet. But again, another long break coming up. So hopefully with that time frame that he can recover, get strength back and come back. And we also brought Deshaun Jackson up from the practice squad. No relation to our great quarterback, Lamar Jackson. But it was good to see him up there because he really made a staple last night. He was really killing it. He was really doing some good things. But with all that being said, all the major news, let's get into the game. Starting with the opening coin toss, which we did win and chose to defer. As Baltimore always does, every time they win a coin toss, it's straight defer. Because again... You never know how things can go. You never know how things will play out. But we know what's happening, what's going on. And we have Baltimore deferring and winning that coin toss. So starting with the opening kickoff, this was Lamar's first game in New Orleans 
ever since he got into the league back in 2018, he's never played New Orleans or in New Orleans. So this was his first time there, and this was also Roquan Smith's first game as a Raven. And he did say that it was interesting and that he was sad to leave Chicago, but he has made a staple in Baltimore. John Harbaugh even said that it's been a good adjustment, that he really did great in practice for the past time that he's been there since we got him last uh, week. So this is definitely a good thing for Baltimore. But to start off the opening quarter in the first play, the Saints do get the ball and get the first down on their first possession. Then... On the next play, first and 10, Marcus Peters, he stuffs the line, stops the run, as Marcus Peters does, because he is one of our strong defensive players. He is definitely one of those ones that is always up there, and it's great to always have him do what he does. Then on the next play, second and 10, the Saints gain three yards. They get it up going. They start to go a little bit harder, try and punch it through. So now it's third and seven. Tyus Bowser, he forces the Saints to... He forces the Saints quarterback to dump it and get rid of it. So that will force a four and that'll force a four and four and three or four and seven. I apologize. I'm running all over the place. A four and seven, and that'll force them to punt the ball away. And Duvernay calls for a fair catch, as he usually does. He doesn't usually run it on when it's a punt. He usually calls for a fair catch. So this is start Baltimore's first offensive drive here. And starting with that. Kenyon Drake, he gets a handoff from Lamar, and he gets a gain of three. And th- again, like I said, this is that was that point where they announced that Rashad Bateman ha- will be out for the rest of the year, and it is very sad to have him gone. But let's keep it moving here. Lamar, he ends up getting the, taking the ball himself, but is stopped at the line. But here's where things got bad for the Saints, because on this play, they had a flag thrown, and it was a hands-to-the-face call. And you, that is just awful. You never want to get caught with a hands to the face. So that ended up giving Baltimore a first down with a lot of extra yards. Then on the next play, this one is a pass to Josh Oliver that is shorted by Lamar. He kind of didn't underthrow him, but he didn't put enough power behind it, and it kind of dropped a little bit too soon. Then on the next play, it's second and 10. Kenyon Drake is dropped back behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of one. Now we're on third and 11. And it's a pass to Isaiah Likely, which does go incomplete, forcing Baltimore to punt for the first time last night. So now it's both teams have to punt 1-1 for punts. And then we'll be back on the Saints side. Is their ball, first play, is tipped. And Kyle Hamilton, he gets his first pick of the year. First pick ever. And it it was amazing. Like, he, it got tipped up. And he caught it and dove for it and was able to run with it for a little bit. But unfortunately, it was called back by a pass interference call on Chuck Clark, which I don't, I didn't see it. I don't understand how, because it didn't really look like it. But you know how referees can be. Can't really argue with the ref as much as you want to. So that ended up getting it back in the Saints' hands. So then on the next play, they gain a seven, gain seven yards over a pass over the middle. On second and third, Roquan Smith, he gets the stop, making his first play as a Baltimore Raven. He gets the stop. He gets his hands up and gets things done. And it's absolutely amazing to see him get some 
yards, or not get some yards, get some recognition as his first play as a Baltimore Raven. Then on third and one, he gets the stop again. Two plays back-to-back. He shows why he deserves to be here and why he's a big man and why he is on this Baltimore Ravens defense because that's two stops back-to-back, and he ends up forcing the Saints to punt again for the second time last night. Then on the first play of Baltimore's next drive, Justice Hill, he gets the handoff. Gain of four. Then this one here, this is a doozy because Lamar, under immense pressure, ends up getting it to Duvernay, who gets the catch and is just shy of the first down. It looked like he crossed the plane, but unfortunately, he was just shy by a couple inches. So on the next play, Patrick Ricard gets the ball, and he gets two, only two yards, but it was enough to get them the first down and get them going how they needed to be. On the next play, this is a play-action play, too. It's a pass to Deshaun Jackson, who gains 16 yards. Finally up from the practice squad, Deshaun Jackson, his first play of the night, his first play in the game, and he ends up gaining 16 yards off a beautiful catch from and a great pass from Lamar. You can't go wrong with that. So, keeping it going, Kenyon Drake, who, honestly, I have to say, he was favorited. He was the golden boy last night because... With Rashad Bateman being out, he definitely stepped up, and he was crushing it and killing it. So he was the golden boy last night because on this play, he will take it the handoff for a gain of four, but then on the next, Lamar is dropped back for a loss of two, unfortunately. So we're on a third and eight pressure situation. Prochet gets a 10-yard catch and able to convert some uh, some down, move the chains, and it is a Baltimore first down. Then on the next play, Justice Hill is dropped, and it is loss of three yards. Justice Hill, he was tackled behind the line of scrimmage, and it was a loss of three yards. The Saints defense was really putting some pressure on last night, as a lot of teams have started been putting pressure on Baltimore's offense and trying to get backfield stops and get backfield tackles. They definitely put some pressure on them last night with that. Then on the next play, it was a pass to Demarcus Robinson for 12 yards. And that was absolutely beautiful. That pass from Lamar, it was crisp, it was clean, and Demarcus Robinson, he got the hands up, and it was a beautiful catch for a gain of 12. Then on third and one, next play, Lamar, you know what he does when we're in third and one situations, four and inches. He'll fake the handoff, took it himself, as he does, as a leader, and he ends up getting the first down for himself. And it was a great spectacle. It was really a great play because he just did the quick little fake, I'm just going to take it myself and get the first down. They didn't need a whole lot. They just needed a yard, and that's what he did. So then coming up on the next play, he ends up throwing to Isaiah Likely for the touchdown pass. And this was absolutely beautiful because not only was this Lamar's 100th career touchdown pass, the first in NFL history, mind you, for him to have 100 career touchdowns, uh, passing touchdowns that was a very big first and it was Isaiah Likely's second touchdown catch of the year and this is absolutely beautiful for both of them honestly because Isaiah Likely got his second touchdown catch and Lamar was the first in NFL history to have 100 career passing touchdowns in only five years because he's only been in the league five years now so it was absolutely beautiful and he that he was able to do this and I absolutely have to say that this was great so this will put Baltimore up seven nothing and and that that's how we just that's how we do it. And this is all before the end of the first, this is all in the first quarter too. And this is also John Harbaugh's fifteenth season for 
being a head coach of Baltimore. And that's absolutely amazing. A lot of head coaches, you see them get fired or replaced after a certain number of years. But they love John Harbaugh here. And I don't blame them. They absolutely are amazing and he's been a great coach I've been a fan for now this year will mark 10 years that I've been a Baltimore fan so for a little over half of his career I've been a Baltimore fan and I have to say he's been a great head coach the entire time and I would I can never see Baltimore having another head coach and this man he, he's 60 years old and doesn't even look it he looks like he's in his 40s be let, let's be honest here he looks young he looks great but Let's put it back. Let's get back into the game with the first play of the Saints for their now new drive after some numbers were put up. The first play, there's a holding call on them, which is not good. And on first and 20, Calais Campbell, he knocks it down, swats the ball down, and it's absolutely beautiful because he was able to get his hands up, get in there, and get that ball to the ground before it could go anywhere. So now on second and 20, the Saints gain 12 yards off of a handoff with only 23 seconds left in the first quarter. Then on third and eight, Justin Houston, he gets the sack on the Saints quarterback, and that's how you end the first quarter. He did that. Two great plays back, or three, yeah, two good plays, I should say. The first one was just a holding call. So two great plays back-to-back, a swatted ball and a quarterback sack, and that's how Baltimore's defense ends the first quarter. And it was absolutely great. Definitely could have... Uh, Done a little better with some conversions on our side on offense. But at the end of the day, it was great. It was absolutely beautiful to see. I absolutely loved it. I think it was great. And let's just roll right in there now. Let's start the second quarter. So now on four, because when this ball got, when Justin Houston sacked him, he got them for a loss of eight. So now on fourth and 16 in the start the second, the Saints end up punting the ball away. Now... Start the second quarter here for Baltimore's first drive. Kenyon Drake, he gets a handoff for four yards. Second and six, once again, Kenyon Drake, he only gains two, though. So now we're at a third and fourth situation. It's a screen pass to Kenyon Drake. Four, six, who gets the first? And like I said, he was really the golden boy and favorited last night because that's three plays back to back to back of him getting the ball, getting those yards, and was able to convert. So then on this... And now, even on a fourth play, he ends up gaining only a yard, though, because he slipped, which that happens. But it is what it is. So now we're on third and we're on second and nine, and it was an incomplete pass to Demarcus Robinson. Third and nine, Lamar. He, th- this one was crazy. He almost dropped the ball. The ball comes loose, but he had to uh, pick it up, and he just heaves it for an incomplete, which. I honestly expected, because the way he had it, he caught the ball. He got hit a little bit, knocked it loose, picked it up, and just threw it. Just tried to get rid of it. And it looked like, it, from where you were watching, it looked like it was going to be an interception because of how uh, close it was to the Saints guy. But that happens. Some Sometimes plays get broken up. Sometimes you are on the scramble. And this was one of those times where they were on the scramble. So that happened. But it's fourth and nine. Baltimore now punts for the second time, keeping it going with the Saints also having two punts. So Saints back on offense. Their first play, they gain eight yards. No big deal there. But on the next play, it's a second and two. And there's a false start on New Orleans. There was a... False start, guy went a little ahead of himself, so we have to have that one called back by five yards. So now, 
We have Owe, our great defensive guy that he is on second and seven. He ends up forcing a loss of one because he got in there, got the stop, and was able to make sure things didn't go. So now a third and eight situation. Unfortunately, we gave those five yards right back because Justin Houston had a neutral zone infraction. He got a little antsy, got a little too excited, and he ended up going right ahead before that ball was snapped. And with them saying, I think he, I believe he's 37 or 33, one of those two, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But he, that man definitely, he is a ball player for sure. But unfortunately, we he cost us a few yards so now it's third and three there was a short pass and this was it uh the pass was short i meant the pass was stopped short and knocked down no not knocked down but it was stopped real quick by chuck clark he was able to get the stop it because it was a screen pass and he ended up getting him stopped right at the line of scrimmage so that was able to happen forcing the saints to punt the ball away so now Lamar's back on offense. He floats an incomplete. It was intended on Isaiah Likely, who he wasn't the golden boy like he was uh, week eight, but he was still doing pretty good last night. I won't lie, because with Mark Andrews still being out, Isaiah Likely's now our tight end for the time being. Hopefully, hopefully we get Mark back, but Isaiah Likely, he's definitely been stepping up and doing some really good things. But on the next play, Deshaun Jackson gets a 23-yard catch. This was a beautiful catch and a beautiful pass. Absolutely 10 out of 10 execution. Great pass coverage, great stops, great holding your blocks, making sure every blocking assignment was done correctly. It was beautiful. And we but it, it I mean and it was beautiful, but as all good things, not uh, as all good things must come to an end. There was an illegal man downfield flag. We, one of our guys, ended up getting a little pushing his guy a little too far and getting a little too excited, and we had an illegal man downfield, and we ended up getting that called all the way back for no gain, no yards, and it was sad because that was a beautiful pass and a beautiful catch for from Lamar Jackson to Deshaun Jackson, but on the next play. Lamar ends up avoiding the sack, and he ends up hitting his man Davis for a gain of eight, which was great because Lamar did his little shake move, got out of trouble, and hit our man Davis for the gain of eight. Then on the next play, this is a pass and a beautiful pass, too, and a, and a great catch, I should say, by Josh Oliver for a gain of 18 yards. And Baltimore was really tra charging down the field because on the next play, Lamar, he kept it himself. He kept it himself. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take this for six. Went with it. Then we ended up having another gain of gain of one, only a short yard. But on the next play, on the next play, Lamar, he takes it himself and gains 20 yards. 20 yards, ladies and gentlemen. He took it himself, found, him, found some space, found some green grass, and he gained 20 yards. And this was absolutely beautiful. And, and again... Like they have been doing Baltimore on the next play after that 20-yard gain, they, we end up getting another first down. We're really marching down the field, charging and chugging, and we are getting first downs. So then on the next play, we're in the red. Baltimore, and I should say Lamar, he ended up overthrowing Demarcus Robinson in the back of the end zone. So now we're on second and 10. Lamar, he ends up breaking two tackles for 12 yards, and this was great. 
Lamar, he ends up faking it on the next play, but is stopped in line. He tried to take it himself. He fakes the handoff and tries to take it himself, but they weren't fooled. So, it's a pass to Kenyon Drake, who gets the first. Now we're on first and goal. Then, the, and here we go. Next play, Kenyon Drake, first and goal. He gets the handoff, and now he gets the touchdown. And this is at the two-minute warning before halftime. And it was crazy. It was a quick handoff. Here we go. See you later. Boom. End zone. No hesitation. No stopping. It was great. It was absolutely beautiful to see because Kenyon Drake, I'm telling you, he was the man to... I, if you play fantasy, he was the man you wanted for some points last night. Him and Lamar, they were the dynamic duo last night. Usually it's Mark and Lamar, but last night it was Kenyon Drake and Lamar Jackson. They were really doing some great things last night. So that'll put us up 14 nothing, and now we're at the two-minute warning. It's almost halftime. That locker room conversation is about to start happening. So next play. On the Saints, with their first offensive play, our man, Matabike, he ends up knocking the ball down, keeping it from going anywhere. He got his hand up, slapped that thing down, said, no, 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 not today. And he got, he, he did great. I got to say, it was pretty good. But then on the next play, they end up getting a gain of nine. And they're now on third and one. And they're, this is where things started to pick up for New Orleans because they were going Fast breaks, no huddles. They were really trying to wear us down, trying to catch us slip and not let us catch our breath. Because first, they end up uh, on third and one. They end up fast break, convert. And there was an injury to the Saints center, Eric McCoy. So that was a charged and a forced timeout. Unfortunately, hopefully he's okay. He did end up coming back, so we know he's okay. But he ended up getting hurt on that first one there. But then on the next play, after things were all said and done, the Saints get a 13-yard first down. Then another play, right after that, following that, they get a handoff for a gain of seven. Then on their second and third, they convert, take a timeout. And like I said, they're going real quick. They're going fast-paced, trying to keep it moving, trying to keep it pushing, trying to wear us down. But on the next play... Roquan Smith, once again, once again, a great, great acquirement for our defense. Because honestly, with him being the uh, linebacker that he is, I have to say he's definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. Because if you look up his stats and look at how many tackles he's had in his career and just with Chicago alone, he's definitely going to help our defense out a lot especially in the secondary and especially in the second half when sometimes if we're up by a lot, we tend to fall apart a little bit. But this is where things start to pick up, where we're picking things up and where we're making adjustments. It's absolutely great because he got that stop. So now on a second and nine situation, they end up get, the Saints end up gaining 16. And it, it was it, it put them in a first down. So... They go for a try, attempt for a touchdown, and they miss it. It was, it was wide open, too. Man was wide open, but they missed it. No, I'm not complaining. I, I'm kind of glad they missed it. So, one second and ten, and Marlon Humphrey, he comes up with the big body, gets the stop right at the line of scrimmage. No game, no nothing. Marlon Humphrey said, nope, not going anywhere, not, on, not tonight. And now we're on a third and ten situation. They miss again. 
And they're, they were hot, too. They were hot for a minute. They were going. They were keeping things moving, keeping things pushing. But it's now fourth and ten. So they go for the field goal to end the second quarter. And that is how we go into halftime. Now at 14-3, Baltimore still up, not trailing. And as everybody likes to constantly keep reminding every Baltimore fan out there that we see, we've seen this almost every week, literally every game except for one this season, Going into halftime, Baltimore is not trailing, and they love to keep reminding us of week two against Miami and what Tua did in the second half and what we did up by 37 and how we ended up coming back and fumbling that and losing that. And I hate to be reminded of it. I really do. I don't want to keep talking about it. I don't want to be reminded of it. I'm over it. I'm past it. We don't need to be reminded of it. But I will say for overall, my halftime thoughts, I think was amazing on both sides of the ball. Honestly, we were have we had great speed getting to the ball on defense. We were able to make stops, make big plays, force things that haven't been forced yet. And it was absolutely beautiful and I absolutely loved it. I really think our defense especially with the acquirement of Roquan Smith, what uh Chuck Clark did with him knocking the ball down with Calais Campbell, Marlon Humphrey, uh Matabike, Marcus Peters, um uh, Patrick Queen, he was a little quiet last night, but what we just did, what we did with all our great, our whole defense, I have to say, not just those guys, but our entire defense as a whole, we really killed it last night. Things were really going our way. I really think we did great on defense. And then I have to say, even on the offensive side, we were doing great. We were holding our blocks. We were knowing our blocking assignments. We were getting downs. We were getting first down conversions. Lamar, his speed was out of this world. It was absolutely crazy with his 20 yards. Uh, and his passing, too. His 23-yard catch and pass to Deshaun Jackson, who, again, came up from the practice squad, and he killed it in the little bit of time he got to shine last night. He was killing it. And then Kenyon Drake. This man was getting so many yards, so many first down conversions. He was cr going crazy. He was running all over New Orleans last night. And his, his stats are definitely going way up. His things are going crazy. So I just have to say that it was he was absolutely killing it. And same with Roquan Smith, making plays at this being his first night as a Baltimore Raven. It was absolutely amazing, absolutely insane, absolutely incredible. And I have to just say, it... it even though we lost our guy, A.J. Klein, I think this trade was definitely the right one. I think this is definitely a good one. And I definitely think it's going to help Baltimore later in the year, getting close to the postseason, getting uh, in the later weeks at the very end of the regular season, going into postseason, hopefully in the playoffs, and seeing where we can go from there. But things were going crazy. Things were going good. So, And Isaiah Likely, his beautiful touchdown catch, his second in his NFL career being a touchdown catch, and it was great. He pulled it in. He reeled it in. It was absolutely beautiful. And then, again, like I said, Kenyon Drake, his, him getting the handoffs, him running up the ball, running all over the field, it was crazy. It was beautiful, I just have to say. And that is my halftime thoughts and analysis. So let's get into quarter three, getting these last, these next 15 minutes of this game, starting off with a handoff to Kenyon Drake. Gain of eight yards, no surprise there. Gets the ball. Gets the first down. There it is. Again, like I said, running all over. Going crazy. Then he gets a handoff again. And this one only a gain of five, but there is a holding call on the Ravens, unfortunately. So that one will be a loss of five. 
And then on the next play, there was a personal foul, a low blow, and that was a gain of 15. There was a uh, the one uh, the play the Saints hit our guy, and it was a low blow. It, it was really low. It was like believe it somewhere near like uh, I want to say his groin area or something. I believe I don't. I'd have to actually rewatch the game to see the specific play, but we ended up gaining 15 yards on that, so it was great. Then we get the hand, we give the handoff to Justice Hill. He gains nine. We convert on second and one. Then Patrick Card, he gets a nice pass of four yards. Lamar, beautiful, takes it himself as usual. Gain of three. So now we're on third and inches. And Lamar, he's like, yep, like and like I said, third and inches, four and inches, third and one. Take it himself, get the first down, move the chains up. That way we have more room to work with. So now Lamar. He's under pressure, and he ha- throws a great catch and a great pass to our man, and we end up uh, only getting two yards because he was under some steamy pressure. Like, Saints really put it on him last night. I won't lie to you. So now, Lamar, he ends up beating the Blitz on third and eight, and he misses, unfortunately. He ends up, because the guy, Saints came at him, they blitzed him, but he was able to shake, get out of it, but it ended up missing. So Justin Tucker, he had to come out for a 32-yard field goal attempt, and he ended up putting it up, as he does, because that's what he does. Anything from anything under 50 yards, it's a guaranteed uh, field goal for Justin Tucker. Like, there, there is no in-between. It's either he makes it or he doesn't. There is no... Or it's either he makes it or he makes it. There is no in-between. There is no gray area. Not with him. So now back on the Saints side, they get a gain of seven. On the next play, second and three, they convert. And this, I will say, is the half where the Saints started to pick things up because they were getting a lot of first down conversions and a lot of first down completions in this second half. So on the next play, they end up getting the first again. It's first and ten. They gain a six. Second and four, the ball is knocked loose, and the Ravens do recover. It was absolutely amazing because the ball – and this, this play, it, it, I'm not going to lie to you, it really made me upset because as we ended up challenging it because the ruling on the field, the runner was down. But what doesn't make sense is because when watching the game, if you saw it, that runner was – it was getting ready to get passed. Like he was running, but he had his arm in the throwing and passing motion when it was – and it was still, and he was running, but the ball hadn't left his hands. And it was still wide open as if he was about to throw it. So, obviously, Baltimore challenged that call, and I won't lie. It was a good call to challenge on. because, And, and somehow the ruling stood. We lost the challenge and our forced timeout because of that. But I, don't, I honestly don't understand how they called that. Because it just looked like it from... Watching it from a game standpoint, you could see that it looked like, oh, he's not running. He's about to throw it, and it was it was knocked out of his hands. Like, it was just knocked like it was a loose ball. But somehow, that managed to get overturned, not get overturned, which made no sense. But it is what it is, I guess, because on third and six, the Saints convert. Then they get the ball. They keep it moving, run for five. Then on their next play, on second and five, they convert once again. Then their quarter, their quarterback, the Saints quarterback, he gets a gain of three yards. One second and seven. 
Roquan Smith, he stops the game after three yards, which was absolutely amazing. He made another big stop, another big play. So on third and fourth situation, Marlon Humphrey, he gets his first sack of the year on this play. This was his first quarterback sack of the year, and he was able to get it done, get things stopped, and it was absolutely beautiful. So now on fourth and four, the Saints get a 37-yard field goal, and it is now... uh, 17 to 6. Baltimore still up. We're up by 11. And Baltimore and this is actually uh right near the end of the third quarter. We're getting close to the end here. Uh I I have to say it it was it, it was nerve-wracking cuz as everybody likes to keep saying, keep reminding people of what if Baltimore is leading and not trailing by the end of the third or going into the third some bad things might happen as it got shown, but we really killed it, really did great things last night. So next play, Lamar, he's under he's under center. He fakes it himself. He fakes the handoff, takes it himself, but he, unfortunately he does not get a gain of anything. He's stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Then on the next play, he tries to take it and get, take it again. And still gains nothing. And that is how we end the third quarter. That is how things end there. Unfortunately, I mean, we had a decent third quarter. I won't lie. I mean, we could have put up some numbers a little better. We had the opportunities. But we didn't put anything up, unfortunately, aside from Justin Tucker's 32-yard field goal. Which, not knocking it because Justin Tucker, he is the man, the myth, the legend. Can't beat him. Never seen a kicker in NFL history do what he does, hence why he's broken almost every kicking record in the book. I'd be surprised if he hasn't at this point. But now we're in the lows, last 15 minutes, last part of the game here, last quarter. It is third and 10, and it's an incomplete pass to Isaiah Likely, unfortunately. So we are forced to punt once again. And now we're back on defense, and the rookie Travis Jones, he makes this stop. This is after it was three yards. It was great because this is, a, this is one of our rookies. This, this is one of those guys that is just getting his feet, just getting his bearings, and he makes a good stop. I won't lie to you. Like I Believe me, when I first, after being a Joe Flacco Ravens quarterback fan for so many years, for six straight years, and then we get this rookie Lamar Jackson. I was kind of skeptical. I'm not going to lie. And after seeing what Lamar did in his freshman year in 2018-2019 season, and then just going there, from, going on in there from there, I have to say you don't doubt any rookies because you never know what's going to happen. They can always make the day and make the game. So just because he's a rookie and he doesn't know everything or hasn't been in the league up until this point, never count them out. Never doubt them because they'll surprise you. And believe me, th- this is one of those rookies where we were able to be surprised. And it was crazy. So on the next play, it's second and seven. The pass is broken up by Patrick Queen, who finally, I don't want to say finally did something, but he finally got his name out there because he he wasn't, uh, he was pretty quiet last night. You know, every week, some people are quiet, and he just happened to be one of those ones that was quiet last night. But he was able to get the stop and able to get things done. So now we're on a third and seven situation. Both Calais Campbell and Justin Houston, they get a double-team sack. They literally both went for the quarterback and got him down and took the credit. They're like, you know what? Not 
I'm not going to take the credit. You're not going to take the credit. We're going to share this together as brothers, as teammates. And that's what they did. And they got him down. They got it done. And it was great. I absolutely loved it. So now on a fourth and 16, the Saints have to punt. It is what it is because we always see it happen. So now back on offense, it's a handoff to Drake for 18 yards. And he took it, ran with it. Gets 18 yards, but on this play, unfortunately, Deshaun Jackson, he was questionable. He was hurt with a hamstring, and he was questionable to come back. He did come back, He did come back, but he they didn't really give to him. He did get in the game. He did play, but they didn't give it to him. They wanted to keep him from getting hurt again. So now it's another handoff to Kenyon Drake, another gain of eight yards. Then on the next play, it's... uh. It go, it's a handoff to Drake, but it go, unfortunately goes nowhere. So now, on a third and one, because I feel like, I'm not going to lie to you, some games sometimes, they move that ball up like at least a yard without realizing it. Because they'll stop after a certain amount of gain, but then give them an extra yard on top of it. So I don't understand how that happens. But I'm not complaining. But on third and one, on before they get the snap off, they end up taking a timeout. Baltimore uses their timeout here. So they timeout, regroup. Blase, blase, whole lot of, whole lot of, figure some things out. So now it's a third and one situation back on it. Lamar, he ends up keeping it. He shakes three tackles and gets the first down. He he put the spin move on him. He put, and I'm not going to lie, he shook one tackle, but then he put a saucy spin move. He did a quick stutter step and spin and, it, and kept going with it. And it was great. It wasn't a big yard, wasn't some big yards, but it was a great gain. I won't lie to you. So, it, 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 that's just what happened. It was great. So, next play, Kenyon Drake, he gets a handoff, gain of five. Then on second and five, we Lamar, the our center, he didn't end up snapping it fast enough. Our right guard had to tap his leg. Lamar was trying to yell to him to get him to snap the ball, and he ended up not snapping on time, and Lamar was not happy about that. We ended up getting a delay of game call. Unfortunately, so on second and 10, it's a pitch to Kenyon Drake, which is dropped in a loss of five yards. And here's again where with with those with those uh, moving the ball up a yard, because then because they said it was a loss of five. The announcers did. Yes. But then when they show like on the bottom of the screen, like the yards and all that, they said it was third and 14. So I'm like, did they really drop back, drop him back five or did they drop him back four? It, it it's so confusing sometimes, I swear. But on third and 14, it's a, pa- a pass that was bobbled by Isaiah likely and dropped. There was a lot of setup problems. We, were try- uh, we weren't fully 100% set and going with it. So it, it was kind of like a quick, uh, not get out of jail, but like a kind of quick, like, let's get it moving. But they weren't 100% ready. So that one was dropped. So now it's Fourth and 14, and Justin Tucker, he makes a 41-yard field goal again using his beautiful leg power. So now it's 20 to 6. Baltimore still up by 14, up by two whole touchdowns in the middle of the fourth quarter. And nerve-wracking as usual. This one is down on the next play. Saints have the ball back on their first play. It's batted down by our man Urban. And Justin Houston, he ends up getting his first pick of the year. He gets his first pick in... His career, and I, I have to absolutely have to say, this was absolutely beautiful because it's batted down, 
or batted up, I should say. It's batted up, and he dove for it. He dove for it and caught that. And it was great because we absolutely got to see something stellar and beautiful come out of that play. He got his first uh, pick, and it, it was, I have to say, that was absolutely beautiful. So now, Baltimore's back on offense. Lamar gets to try again because we know he wasn't happy with that delay game and not being able to get the touchdown like he wanted. So we're back on offense. Kenyon Drake, he gets a beautiful handoff for a gain of nine. Second one, handoff, first down. Then the next play, here we go. Because when we got this pick, we were still in Saints territory. So we're in the red. Kenyon Drake, he gets his second touchdown of the night. And this was a great handoff from Lamar. He sent it to Kenyon Drake, had nothing but green grass, got in the end zone. And he actually had to dive for it a little bit because right before he got stopped, he had to reach his arm across the pylon. He didn't get his full body in there, but he did get that ball in there. So that was his second touchdown of the night, putting Baltimore up 27-6 with only 6.55 left in the game in the fourth. So the Saints, they get the kickoff, and instead of calling it fair, they end up running it, which was interesting because they ran it for 17 yards. So we're on, the, we're on their first play. They get a false start. They move. Which, that happens. It is what it is. So now, on their next play, it's a second and 20. They get a, they throw the ball, get a catch for a gain of six. Third and 14, Saints gain, they uh, gain nine, uh, not nine yards, I'm sorry. They gain, they gain 11 yards in, the, in that one. So now it is fourth and three, and they end up converting. They went for it on fourth down, and they end up converting. And here's that point where, Teams like to go for it. Like, it's a lot. You're down by a lot. You need to make plays. You need to get money. So, they end up converting. Then on the next play, they end up getting a uh, uh, handoff and gaining nine. So, second and one, they overthrow it, unfortunately. But it is what it is because they're third down. They convert. It was a third and short. They convert. So, on the next play, it's an incomplete pass by the... Incomplete pass by them, so they end up having to go to second and ten. Then th this this is what really made me mad because even uh, Calais Campbell was very mad and arguing with the refs about this. The, the Saints get a touchdown in this play, but when you watch the replay, and I don't understand how they did not catch this, and we couldn't throw up the challenge flag because we lost the last one, so we didn't have a challenge flag to throw. But the Saints guy, the reason why we stopped. And let him go is because when you watch the game, it literally looks like his right, like you could see the back of his right heel out of bounds. Like it almost looked like his whole right foot and his toe was, but that I could tell it wasn't as there was a few blades of grass, but it was his heel when he first got the ball. His heel got, uh, got some white grass, got some white grass under him and it looked, it went out. I, I it, it made no sense. Everybody was mad. You could see his heel was out. And that's why we just stopped because we're like, he was out of bounds. I'm not going to go for him if he is going to, he can run, but he was out of bounds. You could see his heel was out. And if you watch the replay and you circle it, you can see that his heel was out. So I definitely have to argue with the refs on this one and have to be the voice of reason because that was a terrible call. That should have been out of bounds. He shouldn't have gotten that touchdown. That was not Baltimore's fault. That was the referee's fault. That was a poor call, poor play calling by the referees. I have to be honest with you. That was definitely not it. So 
It is what it is, I guess. We're up 27, now 27-13, because they got their first touchdown of the night in New Orleans after a very long while. So now Devin DuVernay, he decides to return it for 22 yards. He ends up running the ball back and returning it for 22 yards. And now it is on the R uh, first. Lamar, he decides to take it himself, gets a carry of six yards. It's second and four. He fakes the handoff converts downfield and gets some yards or gets the first down I should say then on the next play Kendon Drake he is stopped at the line of scrimmage here and that will then have the Saints take a timeout while they're uh is this is right at the very end of the game I'm gonna be honest with you this was in the last two minutes uh, our last yeah this is in the last two minutes of game this is uh when we hit the two minute warning here so after that Second and ten, Kenan Drake gets the ball for a gain of nine. Third and one, he gets the he gets the first down. Then he gets a uh, after the Saints timeout. Kenan Drake he gets the ball. He gets a gain of nine. Then on third and one, it is he gets a first down. So that was absolutely beautiful. Then on the next play, he gets a gain of five. Saints take their final timeout of the day of the game, and now it's. Third and one after a gain of four after he had to lunge for it after second and five. He had to lunge for it, die for it. it. And after that, it's third and one. Ken Drake, he's dragged down in the backfield. So now it's fourth and one. Baltimore takes their final timeout. They, and we end up punting the ball away with only 23 seconds left in the game. The Saints, final play of the game. They only gain seven yards and are stopped after that. And that will end the quarter. That will end the game with Baltimore winning the game over New Orleans 27-13. And this was absolutely beautiful. This is an absolutely amazing spectacle of Baltimore offense and Baltimore defense. They really killed it, really crushed it. And I have to say, it was absolutely beautiful, absolutely amazing. We really stepped up. We really, like I said, with our acquirement of Roquan Smith, our defense really, really is going up and I really see us going in amazing directions and things really starting to go our way now. I and honestly, I said honestly what I had said what I had to say at halftime. Everything I said that you can't really say much more of it because there's not really much to say. I was like that just Baltimore Baltimore played Baltimore football and it was absolutely beautiful, it was absolutely amazing. So there's not really much else you can say about it, I, aside from the fact that Kenyon Drake, he was the MVP, he was the golden boy last night. So anybody who plays or does fantasy football, if you don't have Kenyon Drake on your roster, you definitely need to. And I have to say, even though it's no sponsor, shout out to ESPN for streaming the game, Monday Night Football. You can always catch Monday Night Football on ESPN. Absolutely beautiful, absolutely amazing. So next week for week 10, we do have a bye week. So we will have, we will not be having another episode next week. We will be skipping week 10 as Baltimore has a bye week. So going from there, once we will be back for week 11 on Sunday at 1 p.m. at our home of MT Bank Stadium against the Carolina Panthers. I've been your host, Anthony Probst, here on Baltimore Talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.